Hi, welcome back to Tokyo on Fire. You know, we've just passed into 2016. It's four more years before the Olympics come to Tokyo. There's a lot of preparation going on, and now you can begin to see the preparation in budget pronouncements. You can read it in the newspaper. A lot of things at the structural level are going on. One of the beautiful things about living in Japan is that as you live here, you can see and feel society change. Michael, a lot is now going on with the Olympics. They've begun to designate a couple of hospitals, Olympic hospitals, so that the doctors and nurses can speak English or Farsi or whatever, but they're trying to accommodate the massive flow of, of foreigners who will be visiting uh, the islands. It's really something, something that's been, happened really rapidly. I, I, my sense is that until last fall, there was really, little. There was really no movement. Now, part of it must be because we had such a big surge in foreign visitors mm -hmm. last year. Huge. And they were such a huge economic boost to the country that people finally decided to commit mm -hmm. resources to saying, this is going to happen and we can now have to, we really now have to think about having halal foods. Right. We need to have to think about translators. We have to think about making things easier to use because, let's face it, a lot of one's first years here are basically adjusting to specific and peculiar ways that are things are done here that are not you know capable they're not transferred to the outside world and basically it's it's a peculiar unique kind of environment that you have to adapt to well it's and, like well, I mean when you come into Japan I mean you have to be here I mean stuff that you have to deal with it might be in a, a tour book but until you're here and you're bodily physically experiencing it you you really can't learn how you know, walking on the other side of the street or, you know, using chopsticks for three meals a day. Well, and then, I mean, those are the fun, those are the simple things that you could start doing. Though I would not try to look the wrong way on right. the, when crossing the street. But in this case, the, the infrastructure, the thinking about, you know, how foreigners view mm -hmm. coming to Japan has really been underdeveloped. Right. And when you compare it to other countries around the world, which have sought to make things as easy as possible for incoming people. Mm -hmm. We have so many very small roadblocks, and it, the, the amazing thing has been watching those things being overcome right. really rapidly. Now, no, the government is still kind of confused, in my opinion, about what it wants to do. We have finally have a design now. There's been some problems oh, no, about that. You're right. The stadium design initially, and it was a topic on Tokyo on Fire maybe two months ago, mm -hmm. but the stadium design was deemed to be way too expensive. It was more than a billion dollars. The Tokyo government had their share of, of the, the cost obligation. Which, which they gagged. You right. Know, they said, we're not going to pay this. And because of that, the whole design collapsed and they started from zero. And now, uh, apparently, the um, architect for the original design is being pressured to uh, release the intellectual property of those designs and also accept a, uh, a cut or maybe no payment for other things that are going to be anticipated. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. But uh, in terms of, they now have a design at least. They, they, this green stadium design that has all these plants planted. Right. How long those plants are going to last in that environment, I don't know. But at least for the Olympics, it's going to look great. Mm -hmm. But we, we, that was, that's actually been a shuddering, ugly process to, to watch. And, and it, it's, it's had all kinds of losses. In fact, the youngest person that's a member of the committee, Toyota Akio, the head of Toyota Motors, 
opted out just before the stadium mm -hmm. decision. And that looked bad because he, he was supposed to bring vitality <clears throat> and the corporate sector into it. And suddenly there's a big hole in the, in the directing committee. It's still a shuttering process, but down below on the local level and on the corporates level, we're seeing a lot of movement. Right, well, you know, the uh, running the Olympics is kind of like a carnival traveling through uh, middle America. And the people who are setting up the, um, the Olympics, they're, they're a, a team of, of experts. And they're being released from, from Brazil um, as, the, as the Olympics gets launched there. Their job is done, and they'll all be coming here to Tokyo. And I think you'll see a, an increasing um, rapid pace of you know, integrating the cities, integrating the roads and the signs and the hospitals, the schools. It's going to be pretty exciting. There'll be some people who make some money, to mm -hmm. be sure. Okay. coming from the outside, offering consulting work. But it's going to be primarily, I think, a homegrown phenomenon. And we're seeing all kinds of nice things, nice projects that have been put off for years and years suddenly become front row and, and really important. We see that in, in, for example, the revamping of train stations. Mm -hmm. the, here, right now, they've redone the Takao Sanguchi station on the KO line so that now the uh, site, which of course is in guidebooks and everything that people would be going to, it looks really spiffy mm -hmm. and it has an onsen there. And all kinds of other places are being revamped, and re which, have, which were projects that were sitting for decades. Right. But finally they say, there's going to be Olympics, there's going to be millions of people here, we're going to turn ourselves into destinations. And one of the biggest ones will be the move of the, the general wholesale market from Skiji, where it is now, to Toyosu, just across the, the bay. The designs there are really, really um, interesting and compelling. I mean, the, the way that they're going to be moving tons of food in and out, as they do today, but it's going to be a hell of a lot more sophisticated. It's going to be a lot more sophisticated. It'll be closer to the airports, which is how most of the mm -hmm. the tuna, at least, arrives. It lives in the bellies of 747s. But for that area that was the wholesale market, that's going to be a completely redone area in time for the Olympics. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a, a, a tourist port, basically. And all these things all kinds of infrastructure, infrastructure all, all kinds of things having to do with infrastructure mm -hmm. are suddenly happening right without seemingly the the central government and the and the central olympic directorate being really in charge of it it's just the local governments and the local entities and the corporates that seem to be making all the moves right i think once again at a structural level it will become increasingly more visible to people who are watching this that things are really rapidly beginning to change. For example, they've just allowed accommodations at homes to be paid for, for people to host uh, people that are coming in. And that's starting now, four years in anticipation. Yeah, the, the, the thought that, that BBs are actually illegal right. is probably something that people can't believe. But that you can sign up to stay in somebody's home on the internet and that that is not permitted in right. Japan officially. It happens, of course. Mm -hmm. it's, it's Japan is the fastest growing market for this kind of accommodation, but all of it is off the books and off the records and not allowed. Mm -hmm. That the government is catching up and says, "Well, we, we're not going to build enough hotels. We're not going to have enough ryokan and minkan. We're going to have to really move into. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to move into these these private things." It's it's really fascinating to watch how the Olympics has finally broken through 
Mm -hmm. It's a lot of regulations and a lot of, of, of things that should have been fixed a long time ago. Like there's this, this issue about signage right. in, in Japan. They've been working on how to write things using Roman letters that, so that people can understand what this object is. Right. Instead of simply writing down the Romaji pronunciation, nantoka nantoka, coal, something, something, and you say, what is a coal? Well, it's a port. Right. You know, you, they, so they don't use the word coal anymore. They, they actually use the word port in English. Right. And, but, and the symbols, which was hilarious that the official symbol for Buddhist temples, and, and it's part of the iconography of Buddhism, was a swastika. Yeah, the, the reversed swastika. It's, right. it's reversed from the German model, right. but, but that, that was the official symbol. They finally internationalized it and yes. said, Put a wow, a swastika, a swastika yeah. is probably not the way we want to go. Right. A manji, as it's called in mm -hmm. Japanese. We, we, we probably need to do something different. And all these things are happening really fast. Right. And that's, for someone who's been here for a long time, like you, uh, you and I, uh, wow. Yes. Well, I mean, foreign visitors come and, you know, family come and visit, and they always complain about the same thing, you know. Even though I'm in downtown Tokyo, it's, I get lost. The signs, the maps, they're not understandable. I can't, I can't read them. I can't read the schedule of the, the trains that come on time. How do I find my way? And these things are being addressed in a very rapid pace. You remember in 1964 how the Olympics then transformed Japan, and I think, you know, increasingly people at the policy level, too, have this dream and this vision that it, it is going to transform us. And having the Olympics in the harbor, in the Tokyo Harbor, will actually shift the city center towards the water and maybe at some point in, in our lifetimes, Tokyo will be comfortable with being a port city, you know, having restaurants and activities with the water, you know, yachts and skis and skin diving and swimming. And uh, this culture is somewhat absent of all of those things. Well, that's due to, the, of course, to the pollution of the bay during the 1960s and 70s. Mm -hmm. You definitely did not want right. to be anywhere near any kind of water course of any time, kind. That's probably is the case in China mm -hmm. today. Uh, you probably would want to be on the top of the hill instead. Uh, but you're right. There's, there's the, 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 it's going to really change the ge geography and the ge of how everything is placed in the city. But more importantly, it's happening Mostly, and I'm, this is what I had hoped, and I'm really glad that it is. It's happening based on individual decisions. It's right. not. It's, 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 it's coming from the bottom, spontaneously. Yeah, emerging, and, and right. one gets in the impression when one reads stories about, well, when one reads the histories of the 1964 Olympics, that it was really top down. Mm -hmm. That we had the Shinkansen, we had the motorways. Everything was big scale and planned. By lots the ministries of money. And, and lots of right. here, the big ticket items are still undone. There, some of them have j only just been decided mm -hmm. upon, but the little things, the right. actual physical infrastructure, not built, but the but the software, right? The soft stuff that's happening. Fast. It's a it's a great opportunity for foreign participants also to come in Airbnb, um, Uber. Uber is making great strides here. Um, just the way that foreigners live in other countries or travel to other countries is being quickly transported to Japan. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi used to be one of the, the huge complaints that you, you, you can't get Wi-Fi to, to follow Google yeah, Maps or whatever. Yeah, you don't have free Wi-Fi here. Right. That's happening. That's, mm -hmm. In fact, it's happened thanks to the, uh, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government pushing for it. Mm -hmm. 
And that's one of the things that one of the things that you have to think about the Olympics. You don't think about the cost necessarily. You don't necessarily have to think about you know whether the stadium really should cost that much money. Right. You have to think about the entire effect that it's having upon pushing people to do things that they've never done before. Right. And and that's an aspect of the economic revitalization that I think is underplayed. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about the monetary effect of the 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 the, the effect of building things. Mm-hmm. But that's only going to be a small part, I think, about what's going to happen with the Olympics. And you, you know, there's so much change that go that's going on here. One of the other aspects about life in Japan or life in Tokyo is that the streets don't normally have names. There are no street signs that say, you know, this is... Well, there are a few. Yeah. There, there are but a on few. On the biggest but, avenues. Yeah. Right. But um, they're, they're approaching that one too and giving street names to a lot of the streets. And at the same time, it's interesting, you know, we talk about the foreigners coming in and, and, and the participation in the market. We're also finding that the brass plates on bridges and on tunnels are disappearing in an alarming number. Have you been following that? I haven't been following that because, the, but the brass story is, is, comes and goes depending on what the price is of metals. And I'm, I'm really surprised that it would be changing now because the prices of most commodities are down. But what's right. the deal? No, the deal is that, um, and apparently it is the foreign influence trying to, to steal our brass so that they can exchange it on the, on the metals market. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. So if you don't know what the name of the bridge is. <laughs> it was. So please stay tuned. We're going to keep our eye on the Olympics and how this is beginning to transform and change, how it's going to be bringing in more foreign competition into the Tokyo market.